Welcome to a special Squiggly podcast, breaking down the British Animation Awards, which we're all freshly returned from. I'm Steve Henderson, joined by Ben Mitchell and Laura Beth Cowley. How are you both? Very well. Yeah, good. Tired. All right. Yeah, recovered. Recovered. It was. It was a. It was a late one. Hmm. And I'm not. I'm not as used to the late ones. No, I'm in like, bed by eleven. Like stumble nowadays. chaotically toward middle age, but uh, yeah, <laughs> nice to be out of the house. <laughs> How are you? Absolutely, yeah. I'm very well. My hands are still calloused from... Is callous the right word? From from all the clapping. <laughs> um, basically, they're just a bloody pulp from, uh, from, from the insane amount of clapping uh, for, for, for British animation, which we should all be doing at all times anyway, I think. You know, we should never stop clapping British animation. It's so amazing. Yeah, I like to just do it um, in the street. Like, you know, no context. <laughs> just, you know, I know that I'm clapping for British animation. That's good enough. <laughs> and they can hear it in the, in the air. Yeah. Marvellous. Uh, yeah, so if, in, case, uh, in case you've not heard of the British Animation Awards, uh, it's, it's an award ceremony that celebrates British animation. <laughs> That's, uh, is, that, is that fair enough? Have I, have I nailed it, it? It does what it says on the tin. It's something of an institution for, for the British animation industry, isn't it? Um, there's some very special, special parts of it. I mean, I absolutely love the fact that the awards themselves, they're not some piece of perspex or uh, some trophy. Uh, they they are unique items, and I think that that's such a wonderful mm-hmm. way to celebrate British animation by getting British animators to work and make their own awards for one another. <laughs> so, which was your favourite award? Uh, it, it, probably it was this year, and it was probably Will's. I meant from this year, but oh yeah, I'd say Will's was yeah, the, Will's the fr- was pretty good. I mean, a lot of them were, were you know just very artistically you know nicely done, but uh, Will like Anderson Susie did a Temple pretty incredible one, one. As well. That'd be yeah. the one I'd want. That'd be the one I nick. Yeah, yeah. We all looked on the stage and thought, yeah, I'd have that one. That's the one for me. I'd have that one. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, Susie Templeton's. Uh, well, both both Will Anderson's. So his was like a massive jigsaw uh, uh yeah. which which he put some like ever ever decreasing price tags on the back like it was on its way to a charity <laughs> shop but it was this and like one very tiny sheep in the middle yeah. <laughs> but but otherwise completely white yeah and, and the the screen on the side so you know time consuming and pointless just like your career in animation yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but apparently it's functional yeah, Apparently it does have all the pits. And, although there was a, a, a theory going around that he had taken away the one piece with the sheep, just just in case someone tried to do it. <laughs> yeah, on Twitter, he's like, "I shrink wrapped it myself." <laughs> <laughs> he's a good lad. You get to win the sheep uh, next year. That's uh, you have to come back and make another film. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's when you get to win the sheep. I'll post it to you. Yeah. <laughs> There's one that one, didn't he? Yeah, that was one of... Oh, yeah, did Les Mills get it? Yeah, it was yeah. the writing award one. <laughs> yeah, and the Susie Templeton one, which was this beautiful, tiny, ornate frame with a with a sheep in, with in, in signature Susie Templeton kind of... Very austere, Victorian-looking sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Like something from a horror film, like, I know what you did. We all know what you did. <laughs> sheep. <laughs> with the sad eyes that every one of her films has, the, uh, the kind of... <laughs> You know, Stanley and uh, mm. uh, and dog that type of uh, that type of yeah, 
Congratulations! Here's here's a depressing object. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love her work. We do. It's been a while. Uh, my understanding is she's working on something at the moment, um, which would be you know uh, very warmly received. I, I this might not be it, but the the thing I heard was that it was going to be something to do with um, Monster and Nix, like a kind of follow on. Ah. Um, so, but uh, I'll um, maybe that's one to <laughs> fact check. <laughs> I don't know why I would have made that up, but um, it uh, it sounds interesting. It's a really nice idea if it is true. So, and uh, uh, obviously the for for obviously real world reasons, perfect director to be to be picking up that baton. Yeah, it's it's a nice thing to sort of know. I mean, they've Autodom and we in general have been really kind of like good at preserving. Um, like Monster Next was by Rosto, who is uh, no longer with us, and um, they've really kind of kept that world alive. So. Um, but also, you know, it also makes you sort of realize what well, has been a long time since we've seen a Susie Templeton film in general. And the idea of her kind of going back to animation, I think I'd, I'd, I, a lot of people would agree would be something that a lot of people would like to see. So, yeah. um, in the meantime, great to see her kind of make a kind of cameo of sorts at the British Animation Awards. Definitely. And the British Animation Awards made a sort of a cameo across the country as well, didn't it? It, it was uh, it was its biggest ever audience this year. It, it ended mm. up not just in the uh, packed into the BFI in London. Uh, it was also satellited across the UK. Um, it was in Stirling. It was in Bristol. It was in Salford, uh, and it was in Cardiff as well. So these satellite venues got the uh, got the full. Uh, British Animation Awards experience as well, so people got to uh, to to watch the live stream of uh, was it Miles Jupp, wasn't it, the presenter who was uh, as working his way through and making sure that everyone in the room felt equally insulted, um, which was uh, which is very nice of him. Yeah, I, you know he had a sort of good energy for it. He's been doing it for a while. Has he been doing it since like twenty the last three years? Sixteen like would that editions. be then, or eighteen? Mm. Eighteen, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's twenty eighteen. Yeah. Who was doing? Was it like uh, was Eileen B did it the first year we went? Yeah, and the year before uh, there was a, another comedian called uh, uh, Tom Tuck, who had just done an, an Edinburgh run, and his entire Edinburgh run was based exclusively on Disney direct to DVD sequels. So <laughs> every every opportunity he got to put in his his Disney direct to DVD sequel uh, kind of. You know, so so he'll he'd break the awards up by talking about Cinderella three, a stitch in time, and things and the Little Mermaid two, and, and stuff like that. And I, and it was absolutely wonderful. It was it was it was brilliant. They're always brilliant. They're and, and I think um, yeah. when uh, when Ashling B did it, it was the la- probably like the last outing of the kind of the tracksuit chav character that she used to play. Uh, anyone who knew her from stand up before she became. Obviously, uh, uh, in literally everything on television um, and uh, and <laughs> movies, uh, she used to play this uh, kind of tracksuity chav character, uh, and I think we got the last, the very last kind of uh, uh, outing of that character at the uh, the BAAs. I, th- I don't think I even read it as a character. I just assumed she showed up in a tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, could have been that as well. It could, you know, it could have been a, a busy, uh, busy wash week or something. But yeah, brilliant evening. And to accompany the uh, the satellite events, we've got some articles on Squiggly, haven't we? We've been taking a little bit of a trip around the UK to uh, cover the regions that 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 
that we went to. Yeah, sort of to tie in with the um, the signal events and also, you know, a few instances, stuff from, you know, more local to certain readers uh, had been nominated. Not a ton. Like, most <laughs> of the nominations went to London Studios. All right. Um, but, you know, it is kind of nice that um, there is stuff going on, some quite exciting stuff going on in other corners of the world. And that other corners of the world have their own animation history um that kind of shape uh you know what they're all about um i think for yours and for laura's you did uh, uh the northwest or northeast northwest Northwest. and you did you did uh, scotland and i think there was more kind of the, the historical angle with those um i did cardiff and bristol and that was more of sort of the the present state of animation with a little bit of history but i feel like you know um you could write quite a lot about all of it. Um, and I think that, you know, there's a bit of an exercise in self-discipline to kind of wrangle them to around a thousand words each, because otherwise, you know, they could become sprawling little novellas about, um, you know, all, all the little things that have gone on and kind of shaped different corners of British animation. Um, but yeah, it's really nice to just kind of check in also and see what people have been up to. And uh, there were some quite pleasant little surprises, things that hadn't been given a big sort of press push necessarily, but some, you know, really good projects that are happening at the moment and will hopefully kind of put some studios that uh, we've been rooting for on the map a bit more. Mm. So, um, and then some stuff um, I couldn't put in because it was still under NDA, but also, you know, will be quite exciting when it comes along. So uh, we'll be the ones to report on it when the time comes. It's often... Hopefully not the only ones, but, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely do our best. It's it's something that's sometimes complained about the BAAs, um, the, the fact that it's often very London-centric. Obviously, it takes place in London, uh, but the awards are always going out to, to, to London studios. But I think what Kieran and Helen are doing, uh, Kieran Argo and, and Helen Brunston, who uh, are now running the the British Animation Awards, and we've got uh, an interview with them coming up, is that they are spreading across the UK. With these satellite events, they're making sure that more people know about the British Animation Awards, and they're really making it the British Animation Awards. So, you know, it's that type of, you've got to be in it to win it. So if you're in the Northwest, if you're in the Northeast, if you're in Yorkshire, if you're in Birmingham, if you're in Northern Ireland, if you're in Wales, it doesn't matter where you are. I'm going to have to say everywhere now, Cornwall, uh, <laughs> uh, Dorset, um, uh, <laughs> work my way up. Um, but yeah, all, all these all these places, you know, make sure that you're, you're, uh, you're getting involved because it is, it is just a, if you do get nominated, it's a great night. So yeah, fantastic. It was a slight shame that actually the, the um, satellite events didn't really kind of go anywhere near Birmingham. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, sort of Bristol, just, like, I don't really think you could call Birmingham the Southwest. No. Like, it's it's sort of the West, really, and, yeah. Midlands. But just because I, I just want to talk about, like, you know, Louis Phelps, like, twins and um, the the stuff they've got going on up there. Like, that's a, that, I think, maybe would warrant another article just because, um, but, I mean, we've had them on in the past, but still. <laughs> um, done, like, one that was, like, Bristol, Cardiff... Manchester, uh, the you know Scotland and the rest. The rest, the, rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the, the five or six studios that are everywhere else. <laughs> Birmingham would be a great article in itself. You could do you could do Yorkshire, you could do Birmingham, you could do 
you could definitely do Northern Ireland. You could definitely do the Northeast as well. But um, just to just to get people to witness uh, Louis's work and and Ross Butter's work, he was he was nominated uh, at the the BAAs for um, uh, Boris Johnson eats a pot noodle in the bath. And I think I don't know whether or not the audience knew what to expect when <laughs> when they were greeted with with a naked Boris Johnson bursting through the door at Ten Downing Street, getting his willy slammed in a car door, and everything else that happens in uh, in that insane one or two minute long animation which uh, you can all I think you can that all was my favourite film that was yeah. like, nominated for something <laughs> well I, I don't usually get like By heavy far. into political films <laughs> but that one definitely reached me and I was really know. upset that there wasn't an excuse for twins to be played because I love twins well twins was up for I think audience award yeah but it didn't video. have an opportunity to and, be played um, in the auditorium yeah that would have. That I have that there. song as my ringtone. I love that. I love. I spent like a good hour figuring out how to make it my ringtone. I love it. I love that film so much. It's. Uh, I, I mean, Boris Johnson. One another one that I think was it made it through pre-selection, but didn't ultimately get nominated. But worth checking out from the mind of Ross Butter is uh, Eamon Holmes gives birth to a swan which I thought was equally as poignant. And um, I mean, just uh, also just brilliantly animated to be serious for a moment, like Jeez and Crow. Yeah. yeah. Like things to study in terms of the animation frame to frame to frame to frame, like how I used to when I was a kid, you know, that, and he's always been a bit like that, Ross. Like he's always just had this really kind of like, I'm going to put all the effort into every frame. It just makes it funnier. That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Like, if it was Effort sloppy, really, you wouldn't care so much. You'd be like, oh, yeah. that's a bit crude. But the fact that it's, like, so, so well considered makes it yeah. so funny. I'd, I'd like the idea of, uh, you know, how, how people hang on Richard Williams' every word. And he's like, well, this is how <laughs> this is how a person would walk. This is how a woman would walk. This is how a, how a fat man would walk. And uh, in the future, you've got Ross there. This is Ross- how he would shit out a swan. Yeah, yeah. This is how a heavy set, middle aged, late middle aged TV presenter would would shit out a swan. Yeah. I would pay good money to have him do like a live drawing class. <laughs> or just write his own animated survival kit. Oh my god, I would just buy record that, that so as a lecture quickly. series. Or, yeah, it's like when you you do your walk cycle, then you do your walk cycle, and then you do the walking down the stairs, and then you do the falling down. The stairs. <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe he'll have better luck at uh, the twenty. When I have any kind of power bars. as a lecturer, I'm getting him in <laughs> to just horrify the students. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, plenty of. Plenty of rich and wonderful animation from around the UK uh, that people can, uh, uh, you know, look up. But uh, yeah, we've got some guests on this podcast as well. It's not just us talking about uh, Prime Minister getting his willy caught in a car door, but uh, it's uh, there's a lot there's a lot more to it than that. So yeah, our first interview, I said earlier on, is with uh, with Helen Brunson and Kieran Argo, and and uh, they're the people that put this whole awards together uh, and uh, and and put on an evening where the British animation industry can all come together and get drunk. It's, you know, it's really is something quite marvellous. And you'll, you'll notice a, a something of a pattern in all these interviews is that you will hear, uh, if you listen closely in the background, um, you will hear the, the drunken roar of everybody in the background. But for this first one, you can hear uh, just builders. Like this was, this was an insane interview to do because like literally as soon as I press record, 
builders. <laughs> Where were at they? At 10 o'clock at night, just builders. In the BFI? That's, yeah, in the BFI. There's important building work to be done inside the BFI. Quick, there's a, <laughs> quick, there's a recording device. Yeah. Get the drill. <laughs> and and then as soon as I press stop, they were like, right, it's time for a tea break. It's, let's, stop, let's, <laughs> let's stop. You're cursed. Yeah, <laughs> let's stop just braying this hammer against the wall for a bit and drilling into the floor. Um in fact, one of them uh, had this. What I could, it, it was like a you know like a paint roller on a stick, but it had mm. it had like cling film on it for the floor, and it made the her most horrific squeaky noise. <laughs> and he made it's like <laughs> screaming all the way up the corridor, getting closer and closer and closer. Which I I don't know if I managed to edit out of this out of this interview, um, but Did you enjoy that. Yeah, listen, listen out for the screaming of uh, you know. It's not somebody being choked in the background. It's it's just it's just a person deciding that the floor needs to be laminated at ten o'clock at night at the BFI. So um, anyway, we were singing the praises of Helen and uh, and Kieran. Um, uh, who've really expanded the the, the BAAs and uh, have have really kind of you know embraced the uh, the moniker of the British Animation Awards as we said earlier on. So um, yeah, I, I can't I can't praise them enough. I think uh, it's it's great to uh, uh, great to see the work that they've done because uh, there uh, there has been you know major changes in the last couple of years, hasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've really stepped up, you know, and um, it's, it's a it's lot of work. Not an easy task. I mean, I'm sure you could sympathise running a film festival. Um, there are a few phone calls that need to be made in anticipation of the night, and uh, <laughs> a few, uh, uh, you know, eyes that need to be dotted and T's that need to be crossed. Um, and I would feel, you know, kind of Helen is, is so kind of like such a trooper, though. Because there were like other things going on at the same sort of time, and people kind of requesting to sort of be in touch with her about other things, and like she's very busy, and she actually, you know, she's giving people time despite having to spin all these plates, and um, uh, you know, I think obviously it was it was felt like there's a lot of effort and a lot of stress, but um, and obviously went off without you know. I don't think there was a single hitch no, apart from that guy really falling on his ass on the way to get his award. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> but that couldn't be blamed on them. Um, yeah. Just miles. <laughs> Come. I didn't even faster. really know what happened. Did the guy just not I look? I don't know. Wasn't he wasn't looking design? at the ground. He he failed walking step number one. Look where you're going. I thought it was, yeah, a, was I a, thought a, a he, comedy fall. I I, re- I genuinely thought. <laughs> I genuinely thought. I think thought, he walked into a ramp. Because yeah, I, I, he fell. And everyone went, ooh, and then he sort of carried on falling and, and tumbling. And I thought he was like, <laughs> hang on, he's doing like a sort of, I'm sure I've seen. He's doing it on purpose. I've seen Rowan Atkinson do this bit. I'm sure it's, it's, it's uh, you know. <laughs> oh, bless him. Yeah. I think we were like. Nick Maybe Miles he was, was just... going for a comedy fool. And because and it got, got like the him. noise of like concern, he was like, oh, this didn't land. I better play it off like an actual fool. <laughs> Like the the opposite of what you do quick. as a kid, we're like, oh, I better pretend I did that deliberately to, you know. <laughs> he got up real quick, but I, I yeah. think everyone was like, oh god. <laughs> no, no one was hurt. Not at all. No. <laughs> Only their pride. <laughs> um, I hope his knees are okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, it, uh, it's not like uh, Helen and Kieran were there, uh, you know, eating bananas, throwing them over their shoulder, and letting people trip up on the way to the <laughs> yeah. on the way to the stage. Um, I think all con- things considered, they um, they pulled it off. You know, mm. absolutely. Really. So. 
we're about to hear from uh, from the, the two people that made it happen. So here's an interview with Helen Brunston and Kieran Argo. <laughs> so we've just we've just uh, I've dragged you both away from uh, the hubbub of the BAAs. Uh, you, the, the the first time that you've had time to yourselves, time to think since the beginning of this whole journey, probably two years ago when it when it when the last one ended. Um, Helen Brunson, Kieran Argo, thank you very much for talking to Squiggly today. Uh, and thanks for another amazing British Animation Awards. How are you feeling? Um, I- I'm just delighted. I'm delighted with the winners. I'm delighted with all the nominees. I was just so proud of all the work and all the talent that's on display. I thought the ceremony was fantastic. I love that we were all across the UK. Yeah. I, I just That is my favourite bit about it. And... Um, it's just, you know, it's really great to see that, uh, that we were all over the UK. But this, yeah. is, this is the biggest audience the bars has ever had, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I think what Helen says is exactly right. We've been talking about it being a bit London-centric for many years. And um, it's, it's great that, you know, we've used what has developed over the last couple of years in terms of communications with Zoom and all that. And we just thought, well, why don't we just try these live events in four other cities, we did, you know, hope we did want to have the full, the full suite and have Northern Ireland, but we couldn't find a, a suitable partner within the time that we had. But it was a huge amount of work. Uh, all credit to Helen for, you know, it, it. I don't think people fully appreciate just how much work goes into organising a, an event like this because everything has to be, you know, absolutely as perfect as it can be. You know, right down to spelling of everybody's names. And, you know, you got to cross everything and double check, triple check everything. So there's so much work, but it's great. It's great. It's great. It's wonderful that there's atmosphere. There's a, uh, a cacophony of ambiance going on behind us. This is uh, <laughs> it's, it's a so great kind, spot. <laughs> I'll just chip it because it's so kind of Kieran to say that, but it's he's hard work because between us, we're we're a good team. You know, I you know. In some ways, I have these visions, <laughs> and in other ways, we both deliver, and you do details so incredibly well. And that's what these events take, is the detail of and the getting everything, and the yeah. vision. Yes. And I think that's what we're really, really good at. It is a good you know? combination, I think, yeah. definitely. And I, mean, <laughs> and I think that the bars in 2020 kind of just got under the radar with, with the first lockdown. And two years later, this whole crowd in London and I hope across the UK just wanted to come out and celebrate and, and see friends that I hadn't seen for two years and um, just be all in the room together. It just at, felt great. At the end of the day, it's a testament to the animation community, which is quite unique. You know, and I think Miles Jock summed it up when he was saying, you know, he's done plenty of other awards shows, but none are even come close to the friendliness and the and the sheer solidarity that you get in the animation it's it's um it's yeah it's just it's peerless in that respect and it is you know it's sort of a touch point in terms of lobbying that we did have um a dcms sort of send a message of support um and uh you know and and hopefully there's a lot of work to be done sort of like you know going forward so i'm hoping that animation uk got a mention trade organization and uh so yeah i think we touched all the right points you know and um 
and we wanted to go, you know, have everybody in the room having a drink and some fish and chips. Fish and chip fan. I know we didn't, didn't have fish and chips in the other satellite areas, but um, events. But we we will get there. Very much a we are here moment there. Yeah, and I, I, I actually think you know, I, I very make, I make it very plain. I don't get involved in the judging. I have opinions, but I don't, I don't voice them. I'm very transparent, um, and I think actually I was really chuffed with who won tonight. I thought it was well, great, that, you know. So it's really good. I mean, that that and is so important because the the kind of. We keep a very long arm's length from the jury activity, and that's absolutely paramount to make this a success. Because, it, you know, no no kind of assessment judging system in awards and festivals is is faultless. You know, there's always things that don't quite, you know, and you get some anomalies and stuff along the way, as you always do. But the good thing is that we've got a very strict policy at the British Animation Awards to keep the juries very much up to their own devices and we don't get involved in that at all and I think that reflects quite realistically on the the kind of there's always an organic kind of rising to the top that occurs you know and it's like a a, um, statistical model of 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 occurrence you know that the more one film starts hitting these awards it 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 rises to the top and there is an organic statistical kind of underlying model there you, can, you know you, you don't you can't put your finger on what that model is but people know whether it's down to the stories or the quality of the animation or whatever well we try something new you know we had the wild card category where anything went and the jury again just went along with us you know and um mm. and things rose to the top and we had factual and cutting edge so we brought some categories back and the Lamb Awards, you know, sort of, you know, those lovely pieces to camera by Brilliant. the nominees. Yeah. Um, and there's a few old favourites in there as well. The Children's Choices, filming children, you know, who are very honest and uh, Biggest laugh of the night, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, no offence to Miles Jupp, obviously, he's a superb <laughs> comedian. But, you you uh, did yeah. a fantastic job. Miles was just hilarious. It was just so good. Yes. Yeah. Very funny. But, you know, it's thanks to Squiggly for flying the flag as well. You know, if it wasn't for Squiggly and the opportunity to, you know, bring people together and be a focal point, you know, for stories and for news and all that stuff. That and the regional articles that you did. Yeah, they were fantastic. Like really great highlights and that. So, yeah. again, sort of bringing people in to the fold that should be the British Animation Awards across the UK. Yeah. And I think that's really good, so thank you. Well, 2020... Six would it be? Four. 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 I, I'm, I'm terrible at maths. Um, we, we, we let's get a Yorkshire article. Let's get a Birmingham article. Absolutely. Let's get a North East article. Let's uh, yeah. Press and Journal up in Aberdeen. I want a piece in there as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even the the Open Times. Let's go there. And we tried to you know we had the captions you know sort of going live and there were so many technical things you know and uh, and and at the end of the day. I love the fact that uh, we were reliant on that and uh, getting everybody connected. Yeah. So much goes into these uh, these ceremonies. Uh, what's going to go into the next couple of weeks? Is it just relaxing and then will, you, will it occasionally reach into your mind and think, oh, I could we could do this in in the next two years? Well, there's a lot of um, sort of debriefing. There's a lot of tidying up. There's a lot of updating the websites. There's a lot. Of, practical stuff 
just sending lots of thanks to all the winners yeah, sending lots of certificates putting and, things yeah. to bed for yeah. this year uh, and then there is a natural lull where we have a breather and then we start talking to each other again <laughs> the whole shebang starts all over but you kind of miss talking to me aren't you Karen? I think we talk we quite do. a lot I mean, we, we have been talking quite intensely to each other over zoom almost every day for the last six months at least full on and it gets, you know, there's so much. I'm to gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss that too. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, well, uh, thank you both very much for thank talking to Squiggly yeah, today. And all yeah. of Squiggly, yeah. And all of Squiggly, yeah. And uh, special thanks to the guy with the big squeaky floor thing. Uh, that was lovely. <laughs> that was nice. uh, but yeah, it's been wonderful uh, awards and uh, all the very best. Congratulations to all the nominees and yeah, especially the, the winners. winners. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. So, Helen Branston and Kieran Argo. Speaking with Steve just after the British Animation Awards took place. Uh, a time of merriment for all. Particularly the builders. Uh, yeah. Very, uh, I don't think that, um, that cling film was for the floor. I think it was just because they saw you recording. I was like, okay, what makes this noisier? <laughs> I know, we'll wrap it in cling film. We'll help, we'll help. We're creating atmosphere. <laughs> the hammer's not working. He's, he, he's, he's, he's impervious to hammers. Let's get the squeaky stuff out. <laughs> so we've talked a bit about stuff that, um, kind of nearly won or was in contention. Um, but as far as stuff that actually, you know, did win, um, I guess the top of the leaderboard, and I don't think this will come as any surprise, is uh, Joanna Quinn and Les Mills, their film Affairs of the Art. Did that win three British Animation Awards? Yeah. It won for every single one that it was nominated for. Wow. I, I think it was three for three. you gotta, you got to be bummed out if you're up against Joanna yeah. Quinn's new film. You'd be like, oh, well, <laughs> there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be let's be fair because she's not put a film out since 2006. She's given people enough time. She's she's allowed yeah. people to get yeah. a head start. She's been like, you know what? I let other people have a my time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, bitches. <laughs> so yeah, every 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 award that they were up for, they they won. I think um, to to their to their surprise. So yeah, uh, best short film, best writing as well. And best voice performance for for Mina Trussler, uh, Trussler, I should say, uh, because that's her I name. I was really happy about that. It made me really like. It made me warm <laughs> knowing yeah. that she finally got an award for her voice. Yeah, which is so good. Yeah, she's eighty six years which, old. No, she really sort of. Holy yeah. hell! Yeah, amazing. Because that voice is Beryl, isn't it? Like for everything yeah. that, like obviously, the drawings make up a big percentage of that. Well, she was. But, uh, was she the second? To play Beryl, was it a different she voice was, originally? Or? Yeah, she was the second person yeah. to play to play Beryl. Are we on the quiz now? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think that as far as the, what is sort of brought to the performance, you know, and everyone who's played that character, and I think this is something that, you know, as a writer you, you must be very grateful for, is they brought the absolute best out of that script. Yeah, As, you know, it, it really does own, and you know, the animation yeah, is crucial for the the performance as well. But the voice does go a long way as far as you can get the best script in the world, and you give it to you know a duff voice actor, and it's going to be hard to watch. But she just every word um, is so beautifully performed. It's nice to see that they won an award for every aspect of that film, like the set, the voice, mm-hmm. the writing, and the animation. Yeah, it's just a pitch perfect film isn't it really yeah, that's, a, the, a good that's spread. the thing and, and obviously when when the the awards get announced they they show a, 
a different clip from from every one of them and every every one of them was did have uh, uh did have her you know central role as as Beryl uh, particularly one of her where she's at the bus stop and she's talking about you know the change and and just you can it's just so well directed and so well performed that kind of you know she could and then it goes back to her her memories and it's a completely different cadence and it's a you know it's a very nice uh, very nice delivery so it's it's great to see that Beryl has been recognised the uh, you know the soul of of Beryl um, it, it, it's uh, yeah it's such a such a well deserved uh, award there as well and she she won a light bulb she won a, she won a lamp <laughs> which is which is nice but yeah we we watching um, is it called Pride the film about uh, whether the the miners strike and uh, and and the, the gay community come together to to support one another and it's a film all about that and uh, and she's in it. Uh, uh, Mina Trussler, oh, Trussler's in it, and the reason I know she's in it is because her voice is absolutely unmistakable. You know, yeah. so, you know, all of a sudden you're listening, and then all of a sudden, hang on, that's that's Beryl. That's that, you know, <laughs> yeah, kind of took me out of the film a little bit, but uh, that's no fault of hers. Absolutely no fault of hers. <laughs> yeah. What point of the evening did you get to talk to the Les and Joanna? Um, it was pre absolutely plastered, so it was it was just after the award, so we were we were good. I'm not saying that uh, Joanna and Les were, were were absolutely plastered. They're very responsible because obviously um, they they need to they need to keep themselves safe because uh, you know two weeks from now it's at the time of recording it's going to be the Oscars, isn't it? And we've got the Baftas and things like that coming up, so yeah, they have to they 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 they, they were in they, if they would have been in a bubble, I'm sure they would have been the. Uh, uh, one of those zorbs just going around the awards, yeah. one of those giant bubbles pushing everyone out the way. Bang. Just getting behind a velvet roof. Bearing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that in mind, it was very good that they did come, actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There are a few people coming. Obviously, uh, um, uh, Mikey, please, and Dan Ojari and, and Peter Lord, they'd all come back from the from the Oscars uh, lunch that they have. Uh, which is uh, which is good, and it's yeah, it's good to see all these kind of uh, jet lagged animators uh, make the most of their evening, <laughs> which was which was nice. But yeah, yeah, loads of loads of uh, loads of accolades for 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 affairs of the art. Well, well, uh, well placed as well. Cool. Shall we hear from Joanna and Les? Yeah, let's go for it. Right on. Les, come on, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Always <laughs> kid. Um, congratulations! It's been a oh, big thanks. night for yeah. Affairs of the Art. Yeah, brilliant! I think every category you were nominated for, you won. Yes, three out of three. three. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> very, very modest, Les. Very le- modest. I'm talking to Les Mills and Joanna Quinn here from uh, Affairs of the Art. Uh, thanks for talking to Squiggly. Uh, back at the BAAs, yeah, uh, it's uh, it, it's it's great to see the film get its recognition and to see uh, the awards. Tell, <laughs> tell me about the awards. Tell me what you've won. Oh look! So this is a uh, a bag full of awards. Bar, bar puzzle. This is by Will Anderson. Will Anderson. And on it, um, it's got, uh, uh, it's a jigsaw basically with a teeny tiny, it's massive, with a teeny tiny sheep in the middle. And on the side, it's got time consuming, almost impossible, thankless task, just like animation. (laughs) 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 Which is brilliant. And uh, Susie Templeton, a beautiful, beautiful one here. Come on. Oh, um, there we are. Oh, gorgeous! Yeah, very showing, nice. Showing your microphone. Showing my yes, there you go, microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, utterly gorgeous in a beautiful frame. It's a sheep, 
with um, real fur. Real wool. Wow. Oh, well, real wool. <laughs> and um, it looks like a real baby, baby eye. A bit scary. But, uh, Fantastic. Very good. And then Mena Trussler, who won, won the um, best voice. Best voice has got this beautiful lamp, a bar lamp, which turns on and off. So we've got to go and plug it in and looks fantastic. And does she know that she's won yet? Well, I think, I think she was watching. Yeah. Um, well, 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 well I, she Careful was watching. Yeah. But uh, mm. we've got to go and quickly make contact with her now and make sure that she knows. I think she does know that. Fantastic. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful news for everyone involved in yeah. affairs of the art. Yeah. yeah. So you must, you must be really excited as well because there's BAFTAs coming up, there's Oscars coming up, there's so <gasps> I much. Know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's a bit mad, actually. You've just it? come back from LA as well, <laughs> haven't you? Just yeah. How's right. the jet lag? <laughs> It's all uh, right. I'm just falling off now. <laughs> well, I'm all right. I'm ready to party. It was all right. It was okay. I mean, we. we I don't. How do you manage not to fall asleep all the time? I don't know. Oh well, must it's be the, must be adrenaline. Absolutely, yeah. After <laughs> yeah. a night like tonight, I can blame you for for the adrenaline. Congratulations once again for thank the awards. You, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the bars. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Well, that was Joanna Quinn and Les Mills, the filmmaking duo behind Affairs of the Art, which won three British Animation Awards. Mazel tov. <laughs> Only three. Only t- <laughs> no, it's very, very good. Uh, I think, um, was it the only film that won more than one for one project? It might have been. I no, Magic Light won two, but for different projects. If the I only other one right. I think that because it just it was nominated for almost every award would have been Ralph. That's the only other thing I can think of that might have Ralph won Ralph more than won, one. Ralph won one, and a lot of people yeah. afterwards came up to me and said, uh, "Why why didn't Ralph win more? Uh, why did mm. they ask you? Uh, I, I always <laughs> get off the guest. <laughs> It's not my fault, please. Because I put a curse on yeah. it, obviously. Please put me down. Stop it. Were, were you on the jury that gave it to the Airwick ad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it was a perfectly good Airwick ad. It's one of the, the best animated Airwick ads I've ever seen. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was surprised Ralph didn't win more just because of how well it played online and how many people really love it. And it's also an amazing film. And it was just up for everything. I think... But, like, <laughs> go into what you were saying though about like when you see the different clips from like you know affairs of the art for example and it's a, a different moment from each film and uh, with save ralph they you know it's not that long a film so for each like clip it just got to like a more and more depressing part <laughs> of the film and just like everyone in the crowd getting like drunker because they keep going back to the bar during <laughs> and like by the end oh yeah <laughs> like, all right everyone it's okay yeah, there should be a one that got away award just to make sure that, that people are not in the bar afterwards going, why didn't it win? Why didn't it win? So, yeah, the one that got away award, uh, one, for, one for the future. It did, at least it won something and it won, I think, the best category it was in for as well. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's certainly a, a, a film that, you know, people um, uh, are aware of and I think it's been doing its job very well. But it's, it's you know... One of them things. Mm. The fickle world of award ceremonies. I was surprised Robin Robin didn't win more. That was another surprise, yeah. I I, um, I think out of the categories when they were showing, like, it was the best music. It was best original music that it it won, so it's the... uh, the bookshop band. I, I would have, I, was, I would have put money on a winning best long form. Yeah, I really honest. thought it was. I was really surprised it didn't win long form. Mm. Um, you know, no shade on. Um, no, not that the other one wasn't good, but just you know, 
Robin Robin's just... It felt like a really strong contender. Flavour-wise, it's different. And I think we don't get a lot of different. Yeah. Or we haven't had a lot of different in a while. I think it's fair to say, like, both Robin Robin and Ron's Gone Wrong are two incredible films that have really sort of snuck under the radar of of mainstream... uh, Tate, I, I I thought they were both absolutely wonderful, as you say, Laura. Just something we'd never seen before. Just just, just beautifully, this glowing film that's absolutely beautiful. The light that bounces off of everything, and that the way it's directed, the the the, the beautiful little story that it, that, it, that that contains everything imperfectly. The character performances, it it's it just oozed like gorgeousness, uh, and 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 it's. And it's there that, you know, it wins best original music. It had some fantastic music. And I think um I think the bookshop band actually on purpose they they heard that Robins go tweet in a certain way and they incorporated that into the into the music. Yeah. So you get that yeah. It's a very big motive mo- motif motif through yeah. the whole thing. So yeah, I, I I think that both those films deserve a lot more kind of, uh, of of accolades. It's nice to see that they both got an accolade at the BAAs though, so that's uh, that's very nice. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll get on quite well at the Oscars and BAFTAs and stuff. Yeah. Who else did you talk to? Sure, we also caught up with uh, uh, Yellow Yaspart, uh, Matt T, and uh, Adrian Rhodes, the the winners from Magic Light Pictures, which is probably the best way of, of capturing them. Obviously, Matt works for. For Blue Zoo, so uh, there's a few awards here. There's one was the best children's preschool series, which was Pip and Posy, which was directed by uh, Yelon and Matt, um, and then the other one was best use of sound, which was uh, by uh, by Adrian Rhodes for Zog and the Flying Doctors. Uh, so there's that beautiful kind of um, Julia Donaldson, uh, Axel Scheffler kind of worlds that have been created there, and it was great to catch up with. Um, uh, Yelon, uh, who we've had up at Manchester Animation Festival talking about when he directed The Highway Rat, which is another Magic Light um, uh, pictures. And he's he's one of the nicest guys in animation, and more so because every single time I say his name, I pronounce it differently, and he's so forgiving, uh, which is which is really nice of him. I've pronounced it three, t- three times differently already, and it'll be completely different from when you hear him pronounce his name at the beginning <laughs> of this next interview. <laughs> Uh, which is uh, yeah. Apologies, um, Yeron, Yeron, Yeron. Uh, <laughs> apologies, mate. If I just say them all, then yeah. one of them's got to be right. <laughs> we get a sense of Christmassy uh, of, of Christmases that have passed when you see the British Animation Awards and you see these films uh, up for up for an award as well. Um, I, I I feel um, yeah, there's something nice and nice and cozy and safe about that little world that's been created and. Uh, uh, safe for the animation industry as well because uh, they keep churning them out, don't they? <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, all part of that lovely, cozy, uh, uh, you know, Christmassy Yelon Jasper and uh, no, not you know, all part of that lovely, cozy, Christmassy world. Uh, but obviously, Pip and Posy been uh, been something of a series, so it's uh, there's no escape, and it's not just for Christmas, it's, it's year round. <laughs> Cool. So, who are we hearing from first? So, uh, we I managed to to grab them all uh, when they were kind of still gazing at their awards, going, hey, "Isn't this wonderful?" And then I I, <laughs> I brought them back to work, saying, "Come on, you need to you need to talk now. Come over here." 
so uh, they're, they're all part of the same interview. So I managed to get them all together. I'm, ah, I, I'm one big club. Absolutely economical, uh, if nothing else. Hello, I'm Jeroen Jaspart, uh, showrunner on Pip and Posey for Magic Light Pictures. Hi, I'm Adrian Rhodes, and I do the sound on Zog and the Flying Doctors. Uh, I'm Matthew T. I'm a series director on Pippin Posey for Blue Zoo Animation. Fantastic. So it's quite a uh, quite a mix of companies coming together for Pippin Posey as well. Obviously, we've got Blue Zoo, we've got Magic Light Pictures. Uh, how did that How did that work out? We we developed uh, Pippin Posey at Magic Lights, um, but we knew we needed a company to an animation company to work with, and so we had been looking at Blue Zoo for a long time because we really liked the quality of their work. Um, and so we started working with them, developing Pip and Posey further and creating a look and a style for it. And then once that was completed, um, Matt came on board and so became our series director. And then we were in production for two years during lockdown. So that was quite fun. <laughs> it must have been fun getting everything through from Magic Light. Oh, amazing. I mean, uh, Yuri and the whole team of Magic Light have got such a passion for the show. And it had such like a good understanding like, of like, these characters. So like it was so well established when we got our hands on it um so it was just you know really really fun character stuff that was really really good material to work with so from our point of view it was you know a, a really fun engaging project it's a great night for magic light obviously it's a it's a great night uh for for zog and the flying doctors it tells me about uh, uh putting together zog um, Zog was a joy. Um, I've done a few Magic Light half hours before, and they're just like absolute joyous animation to put sounds on. It's sound is what I do. Sound is what I love. And the films are just wonderful. So, does that um, uh, uh, Julia Donaldson, Axel Scheffler world open up loads of opportunities for for, for really playing with with your medium? Uh, yeah, totally. You know, you you've really got to bring the whole thing to life, and there's lots of fun characters you know you've got everything from gruffalos to dragons so you know <laughs> what's not to like really it's just brilliant fantastic uh, how have you found this evening at the british animation awards you you're, you're uh, clutching an award there Yaron. uh explain this is an amazing one and we didn't get to meet the artist who isn't here because i wanted to congratulate her because uh, it's a glow in the dark trophy and <laughs> I so love cool. the idea that I can just put it on a desk and not having to f- look for wall space because I've got no wall space so this is the perfect um, award really um, and it's just an amazing event because uh, I I missed out two years ago because uh, we just decided as a company to go into lockdown and so we decided it would be weird to go to the British Animation Awards if we all work from home um, so it's been such a long time and it's been lovely just to see colleagues and friends again that I haven't seen for, for a really long time um, so yeah so I'm looking forward to get a drink and catch up with some people <laughs> fantastic and that's uh, Ace Lusander isn't it the, uh, the artist that you've got there I think if you say so, you're probably right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I'll edit it. If it's wrong, I'll edit it. I'll... <laughs> there you go. Uh, and we have a, a, a Marianne Mohaja there as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a very clever award. And it's all bars. Every, every line and squiggle is a bar. So it's very, very beautifully done, yeah. Fantastic. Well, congratulations, everybody. I'm sure we're going to have a, an amazing night tonight uh, at, the, at the bars, the the. The bar is calling, uh, so uh, <laughs> have a wonderful <laughs> evening and congratulations once again. Thank you very much for talking squiggly. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. So thanks to Yaron Yaspot, Adrian Rhodes, and Matt T uh, for talking to us there. And uh, yeah, what's next in the um, lineup of people we harangued? Well, you harangued. We were <laughs> we 
we were eating canapes. Yeah, <laughs> we were nibbling elsewhere. Our, our squiggly hats weren't really on <laughs> that night. We were more in the, in the, the bar capacity, I suppose. But um, Yeah, I, I drew the short straw. I, <laughs> um, you were the one that reminded, remembered the mic. Yeah, I, well, yeah, and then didn't plug it in and then had to use my phone. So uh, apologies for the audio quality. <laughs> um, it captures it quite well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be the judge of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Says the audience. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, well we'll stick we'll stick over with Blue Zoo because uh, Blue Zoo won again uh, on the evening for uh, for the Beast, which was uh, it's a it's the best immersive award we've been through. Uh, we've, we've we've taken that look, and, and best immersive is one of these uh, awards which is uh, which is new. Obviously, it wasn't it's not a, an award that's been around for a while, and it was uh, it was won by for the Beast, co-directed by Grant Berry and Dane Wynn. Uh, this is something that we featured on Squiggly uh, way back in 2020. Oh, way back in 2020. God, how it feel old. Mm. Um, and it's uh, it was a, a Oculus and, and Facebook Reality Labs uh, project which focused on a cyclist who uh, who had to push themselves to escape the beast. Uh, I'm sure anyone who's um, been uh, and taken part and had a look on it will will, will absolutely agree that it's. It certainly is immersive, and uh, yeah, we spoke to the directors. Hi, I'm Grant Berry, uh, co-director on The Beast. Hi, I'm Dane Wynn, uh, co-director on The Beast. Winner of the Best Immersive at the British Animation Awards, which is where we are at the moment. Uh, you are clutching your award there. What do you have there, Grant? We have the lovely artwork, artwork by Rachel Bright. Uh, we're very lucky, and it's, uh, we're just very lucky for winning this award, really, on the, on the Best Immersive piece. Must be quite exciting. How did it feel getting up and? I think it was just shock, wasn't it? Really, day. We we came here with just open-minded and just you know here to. After the two years that we've had, you know, it's great to be around people again, people in the industry, talk to all your friends, and see some amazing work that we've seen tonight. Yeah. Um, Dan, we spoke a while back about Ada. Uh, uh, that being a real-time rendered production. Uh, what's it like jumping into VR and and putting things together there? Uh, yeah, it was it was really interesting. I mean, you know, we kind of the project kind of came about like it was Grant's kind of pretty brilliant idea to sort of um, try and create this sort of um, you know uh, atmospheric piece that kind of shows like you know a, a cyclist kind of conquering this challenge. And um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It was kind of interesting because we had to really we worked very closely with uh, Michael, uh, who was like this incredibly ten- talented VR artist. And it was a lot of figuring out how you do like 360 compositions, yeah. and you know that's all moving. And um, we had to kind of find tools that we know to kind of communicate what we're thinking. But to be honest, it was yeah, it was such it's a, a collaborative huge collaboration. It was like we, we all had to get on the same page so that we all know you know what we we're talking about. When we talked about certain moments, you know. And I think that's what makes it what it is today. Like it was all about mind over matter. Like the the struggles of it was a sort of metaphor for mind over matter. The struggles that we have, and you know, Dame wrote this amazing piece for me, and uh, just the struggles that you might have, that and that you climb and that you can face, and that all the voices in your head, but you can overcome them, really. And that's that's what this piece is really about—a little metaphor. And I think it's been quite nice to make in lockdown as well. We need that in life, don't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. At the moment, I think. I think it's just, uh, it's just, it, I mean, it even helped me when making it, 
really, just to work with uh, the talented artists that we have at Blue Zoo. Um, so, yeah, I think we're just very lucky. But uh, as we say, I think we came here tonight, didn't we, Dane? Just going, like, it's great to be together again and uh, hang out in person and then to, to win awards even better. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, we're good friends with the other two <laughs> nominees as well, so I think it would have been, uh, yeah, a big cheers either way, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, congratulations once again. Uh, the, the bar is calling. Uh, enjoy the rest of the British Animation Awards and uh, congratulations on your win for Best Immersive for the Beast. Yeah, congratulations, Dane. Yeah, congratulations, Grant. Thanks yeah. so much, Steve. Cheers. Have a good evening. Bye. Yeah. Thank you, Grant Berry and Dane Wynn, and congratulations. Wonderful stuff. So, yeah, I mean, before we um, move on to the final interview, which I believe you, you did the next morning, mm-hmm. um, I guess we can go through the rest of the winners. Um Give people an extra little bit of uh, I don't know, signal boost. Yeah, <laughs> their signal's pretty boosted at this point. Um, if we read out the winners, it's like you're there. Exactly. It's, you, yeah, it's basically the same experience. <laughs> Just put on a Hanna Barbera hat and um, get some beers down you. Uh, I think so. We mentioned P- Pip and Posey already, uh, which was preschool. Also up for preschool was Milo, which didn't win, but it did win best children's. So it was nominated, I guess, twice, which is an interesting thing, because I guess you can, if it's a good enough or a appealing enough preschool show, I guess it could be up for both. Like, you know, something like a Bluey definitely could, and, you know, Sean the Sheep probably could. I guess you could consider Sean the Sheep just about preschool, maybe. I, think I don't know. Timmy's considered preschool. Right, yeah. Um, but at any rate, it won for um, Best Children's Category up against uh, some stiff competition. As I sort of uh, alluded to earlier, the Airwick Breath of Nature campaign, directed by Peter Sezewicz of Nerd Productions, um, won for Best Animation in the Commercial Category. Best Music Video Award was Ged Haney's video for Rocket Frudenthal's De Stuhlkreis. I'm glad you read that one the, out. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Save Ralph, I think we mentioned, picked up Best Factual. Um, if you've not seen it, you definitely have to. It's a wonderful piece of stop motion, like heartbreak, I guess. It's sort of like simultaneously very witty and sort of gut wrenching. Mm. Um, and, uh, I will not be buying any animal tested perfumes in the near future. So I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. It, what I do think actually is worth sort of shouting about when it comes to that is its primary message is that the general, I think, attitude toward animal testing and cosmetics is that it's this thing from the past but actually no there are definitely parts of the world where it's it's still as bad as it kind of always was and uh, i think that you know actually making people at least aware that that's happening um is a pretty important kind of first step uh what that will ultimately lead to i guess time will tell but um animation wise it's it's pretty incredible so um, I think it was also up for social good, if I'm not mistaken. It that actually went to typically, um, which uh, was made by previous Squiggly podcast guests uh, Anna Ginsberg and Caitlin McCarthy. Mentioned uh, best immersive wildcard category uh, was won by Osvert Parker. His new film Timeline, which is really really interesting, uh, sort of factual documentary piece, sort of abstract, sort of slight um, echoes of. Uh, recent work by um like patrick smith and um a little bit of paul bush as well 
but uh, very much its own thing. Anyway, we're going to, um, at some point in the near future, uh, have Osbert on, hey. uh, Squiggly. The Cutting Edge Award was won by Jamie J. Johnson and Asa Movshevitz E4 series about uh, a role-playing fantasy game. Uh, that was a sequence in uh, uh, Dead Pixels, mm-hmm. um, which looked hideous. <laughs> like, it's that thing of, like, what the hell? And then you see the context of it. It's like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly as hideous as it needed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Design Award went to Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey um, by uh, Ian Spendloff and Lucy Hare. Um, Some student films won. Uh, Renee Zahn won for O Black Hole. It was an NFTS film. Uh, Renee Zahn has also been on uh, Intimate Animation uh, quite recently, actually. And both best postgraduate student film. This one looks really nice. I haven't seen the full version yet, but this was an AUB film called Suburb. And that's, uh, yeah, when I want to kind of sniff out, I'm going to reach out to the AUB folks and see if they can hmm. uh, send me a screener for that because it looks wonderful. That, that was, uh, I, I was actually offered an interview with Miles and Rainey on, on the evening. And what happens in these things is like the press people, um, Valerie and Beverly, are absolutely wonderful. And they'll run around like mad trying to get hold of people for you. And then they were like, at this point, like, they're ready for an interview. And then what happened is, they walked away and you could see them. They were they were networking. They were talking to Peter Lord. And I imagine yeah. any recent animation graduate getting five minutes with somebody like Peter Lord, who's, who's been in animation for so long and who created Morph and all that sort of stuff. They don't want some idiot like me. Do you want to talk to a blog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I, I was bored. We've got to talk about the... No, I'm talking to a legend. Yeah. It's like, well, the... <laughs> Come on, talk to an idiot this way. Come on. <laughs> so I, I, I left them we'll to it. We'll catch them another time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The door is open should they should they ever want to. Um, you know, uh, I, I one thing that I definitely hadn't kind of missed about these types of events, because it's, it's so wonderful to go and be among people that you haven't seen in a long time, you know, haven't done Annecy in years, haven't done festivals really for a long time at all. So to catch people, you know, that we, you know, like seeing Ainsley and uh, I've seen people from Bristol I haven't seen <laughs> in years, you know, um, they live like 10 minutes away from me. And that element of it is great. Um uh, the element of it that I've I've not missed is like I do like to if I've interviewed people in the past and they're going to be at a thing I like to kind of like say hello and say thank you for the interview and if they've won something say congratulations and there were a few instances of that tonight. Uh, the problem is that not only have they only been interviewed by me, they've not actually met me or seen me. So it's that period between like going up to them before they've worked out who you are, where they're just wondering, why is this guy coming up to me? (laughs) What does he want? (laughs) And then the moment of like, oh, I'm Ben from Squig. Oh, okay. And then it's sort of, but it's that very kind of tense pre moment of like, (laughs) you just sort of feel like you're skeeving on people, I guess, or like, you know, and then, or interrupting them, you know, when they, you know, so I, I, I certainly feel the kind of like, uh, shared um, sympathy to like if you see someone and they're talking to you know someone like Peter Lord or whatever it's it's okay let them have the moment kind of thing yeah um, but also that evening where at that point in the evening when you sat there if somebody comes up to you or you go up to somebody 
and you can tell when you're in a conversation with them and their Rolodex is spinning in their head at like a million miles an hour and they're like, Jesus, who's this person? He's like, was it a, a subconscious password, the Chris Landreth film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Years ago, which uh, which is a great reference to that, that sort of um, <laughs> a, a great representation of that. But yeah, that, that kind of... I could I could see myself being that, and I could feel myself doing that. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like is this is this is this person a squiggly person or a math person? If I, do I need to thank them for coming to the festival this year? Do I need to? to like, yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm an awful awful person. <laughs> well, we, there's only so much room up there, you know. Yeah. For 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 faces and names, you know, we do our best. Mm. Um. Uh, oh, the Lamb Award, which I think is its um. Second outing at the British Animation Awards. Uh, this is for uh, recognizing student achievements. Um, no, wait. Yeah. Bridges the gap between current categories which recognize student achievements and general best-in-class awards. Open to any young professionals working in the animation and VFX industry. Uh, and it went to uh, Hodden Abdi, who was from Illuminated Films. And Hodden Abdi uh, is featured quite prominently in the Visible and Visual series that we had going um, the last couple of years that um, she put together with Tanya Scott. Very nice to see um, her get that award. And um, illuminated as, I think, you mentioned in your article, um, they're working on some exciting projects coming up. So, um, yeah, we'll be hearing from them, I'm sure, in the near future. When, when they read uh, when when they read out uh, that, that, that Hodden had won, uh, and I've, I've worked with Hodden as well on uh, as, as part of the... Uh, the, the screen skills uh, event we did at math this year uh, and I completely yeah. forgot that 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 she had uh, helped Tanya produce and put together the the panels for um, uh, for visible for visible and visuals the podcast series and um, it was announced that uh, you know they, they never say the person's name but they read out the list of of triumphs that they've come across and and, and they went and 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 above all, and, and 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 that as well as producing the Squiggly podcast. And I thought, blimey, I'm going to see Ben get up. He's been, he's not a lamb. He's been in it for ages. He's been. Like, like, I'm I muttered. Yeah. <laughs> and the mutton award. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is. They should give the Lamb Award and then the Mutton Award, and just give it to like the oldest person in the room. Just find that would be really sweet, like a legacy award. Yeah, yeah. They just get like a like a cut of meat, like in the a, lamb chop, lamb chop. like a town hall bingo. So, and you get a meat voucher. The lamb chop award for, could be who's who have we cancelled this year? Who's <laughs> who's felt Twitter's wrath? But no, the animation industry is lovely, and no one's been cancelled. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, the Audience Awards as well. Um, uh, best music video went to uh, Time to Recover by Tony Comley. Um, oh, Black Slide, best short film. That's a really uh, interesting oh. film. Um, I really like I'm not usually like super stoked on CG in shorts. Like it has to kind of be doing something really interesting. Um, and I would say like from a technical perspective, like, this film doesn't break ground, but it's a great it's story. It's a great story. It's just a really nicely done piece of work. It's very simple. Uh, and it does look nice. Um, I'm not saying it's bad CG. I'm just no, saying, no. like, you know, usually it's for it's something to get my attention, there's going to be something visually, like, um, I don't know, innovative, I guess. Um, 
But no, the visuals, dev, the Viz Dev in this film was great. Like, I love the actual construction of the slide and then the sequence where he's going down it and then the cutaway. I'm not going to spoil the story, but it's a great film. It's, uh, it was one of the North, um, Northwest winners as well. So, uh, an extra mm. kind of loud northern cheer from me in the audience for that one. Um, uh, <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, um, the Children's Award, that was really nicely presented, <laughs> I, I thought, the so film good. they put together. Um, mm-hmm. of like the kids in the classroom like explaining why they it was they just liked really weird really weird <laughs> was it was like, it's really weird and really mean <laughs> yeah that, that was a pony it's pony yeah. I like pony because it's really weird and really mean <laughs> and I I aspire to that <laughs> um, but I, I quite liked the um, you know the enthusiasm they had for um, uh, the brilliant world of Tom Gates yeah which I was glad that one I love the the one kid sort of assessment of it. It's like really, um, really unique design. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> very, very enthusiastic. That kid's got his future in journalism. <laughs> uh, the old squiggly diplomacy. We'll keep our eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that's the lot other than uh, Ron's Gone Wrong, which won Best Long Form, right? Yeah. Did I miss any? No. New. I don't think so. And if we did, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guy. Sorry, and congratulations. Sure we, <laughs> <laughs> we care about you. We're just tired, and it's long. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, list of worthy winners there. Well, congratulations to winners and nominees alike. You're all winners, really. The winners are slightly more winners, but you know, yeah, I've never been nominated for a bar, so I, I'm not going to uh, cast any aspersions. It's all good. It is. It is indeed. Uh, and and yeah, we we've got our final interview coming up now. Obviously, uh, we've saved the longest to last, the best long form uh, uh, award, uh, which is obviously the, one of the uh, penultimate awards. Uh, was uh, was won by Ron's Gone Wrong for for uh, best long form, uh, directed by JP Vine, Sarah Smith, and obviously produced by uh, Julie Lockhart and uh, Lara Bray. Uh, I didn't manage to catch up with the Ron's Gone Wrong team on the evening. I had to go to Locksmith the morning after, uh, where both myself and Julie were uh, rather delicate. Uh, uh, Sensitive. Yes, yeah, no loud noises, please. Um, and uh, I just want to talk about your win. But it was great. She, she, came, she, came, she came in... Um, and and she brought the award with her, which is a, which was a, a wonderful print by Chris Shepard, perhaps the the most uh, uh, at least by name the most appropriate um, uh, award designer <laughs> yeah. uh, for a bar. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a wonderful kind of work that that looks close to the comic that he's currently producing. Anyone that's uh, that follows Chris on uh, on Twitter. Uh, uh, or online is uh, will be familiar with the, the the work that he's currently doing, um, and it was nice. It was this lovely print, and it's like one of one on the uh, on on the frame, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, uh, yeah, and it was nice. It was great to see Chris as well. But yeah, Ron's gone wrong. Uh, winning, I say, Ron's gone wrong. Finally, winning something because, as I said earlier on, it's not been picking up much. Uh, many awards, mm. and I I really think it's deserving of something. I I. I I really liked it. I thought it was a. I thought it was a great film. It had a lot of heart, and I think um, anyone making a film during a pandemic um, 
or, or making a film and then a pandemic happening. Really difficult, really difficult to kind of to get the film in front of people. Um, but uh, yeah, if you've not seen Ron's Gone Wrong, uh, I believe it's on Disney Plus. Go and see it because you you won't regret it. It's not it's not some kind of you know it's not just a there to fill time. It's a really heartfelt, meaningful film, and it says a lot about friendship and it says a lot about um, you know the way we all interact with one another. Um, and I think it, it drew some very uh, it, it drew some very unfair comparisons with Mitchell's versus the Machines. And I, I think, uh, I think mm. it really just because there was a robot in it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't strike me as a similar film. Mm. I, I see, I see what you're saying there, but yeah, I, I yeah. There's a victim. People of, are so fickle. Yeah, there's a victim of lazy kind of comparisons there. Of people going, oh, oh, it's it's about a, a, a robot, is it? Well, there's another film with a robot in it. You know, and and I, I think that people need to just yeah, just watch the thing because it's it's absolutely gorgeous, uh, and obviously winner now of best long form at the British Animation Awards. Um, so yeah, we caught up with uh, with Julie Lockhart, hangovers in tow to uh, to celebrate the win. Excellent. Let's hear from Julie Lockhart. It, it's it's the morning after the BAAs. Everyone's feeling a little bit fragile, and I'm I'm here at Locksmith Animation, uh, winners of the BAA. Yay! Last night with, uh, with Julie, how are you feeling this morning? Um, I have felt better. There have been better mornings, I can tell you that now. But uh, hopefully, it's, when you get to three o'clock, things start to clear, don't they? Well, that's what I'm told. So I'm waiting to get to three o'clock and hopefully it'll be a bit better. Oh, we're counting down the minutes, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they offered the, we, the, the free wine, which was very lovely. That's got everyone going, I think. <laughs> so uh, at least I, it's the cold light of day as opposed to, you know, speaking to you at 11.30 last night, which would have been a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, the, the BAAs is such an amazing award ceremony because it brings the animation community together. But what people don't realise is the morning after productivity goes through the floor because everyone's hung over. That's the, that's the issue. I think it's such a joy to get everyone together. And, and I was saying to you earlier, it's so, they're so supportive. The community is so supportive and so joyous and, and, and love seeing people succeed. And, that, you know, there is not any hint of animosity or competition or whatever it's just a wonderful community and that's what the joy of those awards are you know generally i think in the animation world certainly in the uk and it was nice to see ron's gone wrong win last night i know and very lovely and very sweet to get the crew together and to receive our award uh, which was drawn by chris shepherd our our beautiful people beautiful piece but that's also a lovely thing from the British Animation Awards is the unique totally unique pieces of artwork and the 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 the, the fact that you know every year something everything is different and individual and uh, it's just a wonderful thing you know it's a really lovely lovely event so we must make sure it continues and people continue to support it so but yeah Fantastic. Uh, so you must be excited for uh, to, to get a reward, uh, an, an award for for Ron's gone wrong, uh, and for people to have to be uh, showing some appreciation of the film, particularly the animation community. Yeah, absolutely, and all, so delighted that we did it here and we did it. In, you know, we have, are building our community, the feature world as well. What with you know so much success and many more features going through London now. Um, which we hope will kind of build the community in the UK and, you know, and given the length of time it takes to make these movies that hopefully, you know, we can inspire people because 
by the time they've graduated, we'll probably still be making the movie. So <laughs> if we get people, young people excited, uh, you know, there'll be plenty of work around and get people involved and, and build build the community even further in the UK. It's great. Fantastic. Well, um, we'll we'll uh, we'll leave it there and we'll get on with our hangovers. Where's <laughs> the water and coffee? Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for talking to Squiggly. Congratulations once again. Oh, thank you. That was Julie Lockhart uh, from Locksmith Animation, and uh, congratulations to the Ron's Gone Wrong gang. Uh, nice to see it getting some uh, much deserved attention. Yeah, indeed. And uh, yes, thank you again to everyone who gave us some time at the British Animation Awards. We'll be talking to uh, more of the award winners um, uh, as time goes on. I mean, they've produced some pretty interesting, innovative projects that um, we're excited to share with the world. So uh, yeah, here's, this was kind of a sort of you know post uh, post event taster thing, I guess. Um, while uh, while it's still fresh in our memories. Yeah, let people feel like they were there. Let them feel like they were actually there at the awards among the, the drunkenness and the builders and then the hungover interviews the morning after. But yeah. Yeah, I like to think people get nice and sloshed and put on a squiggly podcast <laughs> just to you know, help them get through the night. It's the only way to make them bearable. <laughs> friends. <laughs> Virtual friends. Yeah. Well, yeah, congratulations again also to Helen Brunston and Kieran Argo uh, for all the effort and uh, fantastic work that uh, went into it. And it went, uh, I thought, rather swimmingly. And we'll see you in 2024. Yes, if, if, if we're know, still standing. If the planet's still going, still rotating, which is a big if. Yeah, yeah. All I'll... bets are off at this point, you know, but hey. When, if our alien overlords allow it. There may be trouble ahead, but there'll always be British animation. Oh. Until the until the very end, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it. They're right at the very end of the British Animation Awards podcast. Uh, we should clap because it's uh, the end of an awards. Uh, I like clapping. <laughs> end of. <laughs> Going to a Church of England school prepared me for clapping <laughs> incentively at a low volume at all times. <laughs> oh, you you did it right. I was putting effort in from the beginning. I was like, yeah, and then like, oh, my hands hurt. I shouldn't be. I'm less oh, enthusiastic. No, like, goes on. Steve got excited. I'm good at clapping really loud. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two hours left, and my hands are bleeding. <laughs> yeah. And thanks to all of you for joining us for our British Animation Awards event roundup. Um, yeah, we'll be back with more podcasts before you know it. So uh, stay awake. Fantastic. Uh, until the next weekly podcast. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.